You're listening to the Innovation Made Easy podcast with Chiara Covone, episode number 31. Welcome to the Innovation Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Chiara Covone, ex-corporate leader turned executive coach and speaker. I'm here today to unfold insights of leadership wisdom and personal development to inspire you to achieve success both at work and in life. Are you ready to create your own success story? Then let's dive in. Hello, my friends. So we're wrapping up this uh, 2020 and uh, I thought it would be a great opportunity for us to review how this this year went and, and really to look at it from your own personal perspectives. Because it's very easy to fall into traps of accepting um, how you know what happened in the world and what other people have been subject to and instead I really want to encourage you to do this review for yourself and reflect on what has worked this past year and what didn't work you for you individually without anybody looking and so really taking the time to think about this past year and understand for the year to come, what is it that you want to do more of? Because it worked, because it were, you were successful with it, because it brought you some interesting results versus what didn't work that you want to change. So how did it go for you? And are you a different person now that you were on the 1st of January, 2020? And what I mean by that is, have you evolved into the next version of yourself? So different, not in the sense you're a different person, of course you're the same person, but you are the same person that has grown, has made a step forward. Each day, each year, we have the opportunity to either cycle through the exact same life or evolve and grow And when you don't live consciously, if you don't live on purpose, if you don't focus on what you wanted, who you want to be, by default, you will just rinse and repeat the life that you're currently living. Because that, my friend, is what your, your brain is programmed to do. Your brain is programmed for you to think efficiently, in an efficient manner. So it will offer you the same thoughts that it has already thought Because in this way, it will minimize energy. And that's the purpose of the brain that keeps us alive, right? We want to be efficient and minimize effort and avoid pain. (laughs) And the brain is going to offer you always to choose for something that is comfortable and familiar. Because that's what our brain likes, comfortable and familiar, cozy. And we can think about our lives in a much more conscious and deliberate way and then follow through on the actions that will deliver us the life that we want to create. And the desire that you have, they matter. They are not crazy ideas and crazy dreams. They're important maps to where you're headed. So the difference between living exactly the same life over and over again or evolving and choosing to change and grow is about planning deliberately. Planning your thoughts that you decide to think on purpose 
planning what you're going to be deciding to indulge in versus what you are going to be intentionally not lean into indulgence. So here's the difference between a life that's deliberate and a life that's default. The number one thing is planning. And you've heard me talking about planning before, but it's really the most important thing we can do because as, I, as I've explained to you before, with planning is when we access our most human part of the brain that can really think for us long-term, ahead of time. So planning is number one. And the other thing that we can do is decide on purpose which thoughts we want to entertain. I've talked about that also before, right? Our thoughts determine our feelings. And if we want to feel a certain way, we want to be very conscious about what thoughts are creating us to feel that way. So really spending time in being deliberate around how do I want to feel and which thoughts do I want to, do I want to choose to entertain that will make me feel that way. And avoiding those indulgent emotions, those confusion, those self-pity, those emotions that are not serving us, that keeps us stuck, that our brain wants to offer us because it's easy to say, I don't know, we don't need to make any effort. So as we are revising this uh, past year that is about to close, what we want to do is focus only on the, re on the results that we have created. We're going to start with that, really focusing on what is that we have created, uh, what we as creators, I love this idea of us as creators, what did we do this year, what, we have, what results have we achieved. And when we, when we look just the, at um, the results, what things and experience and we have created in this year, we're going to see all the actions that were driven by all the feelings, that were driven by all the thoughts. So by looking at the results we have created, it will reveal your planning work, our planning work. It will reveal your goal work. And this is really so fascinating. Sometimes even if you didn't spell out or specify or write it down your goal, somehow your results, you know, you can really look at what results have you created based on basically what goals you had. I love the expression uh, from Steve Jobs, you can only connect the dots by looking backwards. So by looking at the results, we can connect everything that you have done, all the actions that you've taken that have resulted in the results you have now at, in the last 12 months that, have just, uh, that are just about to close. So a lot of time we plan our days, we plan our life based on to-do lists and activities. And there are things that, you know, we will write down and the things that you will do. And one of the shifts that I tell my coaching clients and in general, you know, so my um, scholars is to really make the shift from a to-do list to the result list. I think this is so powerful, right? When I tell you what to put in your calendar, I don't put you, I don't tell you to put just a very generic activity. You're gonna put what is the results you wanna achieve. So we're thinking 
in that way, you know, shifting your mindset to think based on the results you want to do, it will really help you trigger and selecting the activities that you're going to be uh, spending time with. Because there is a lot of things that you have in your list that are actually not producing the results you want, and those are the ones you want to challenge. So really having that mindset of, this is what I want to create. This is the results that I want to achieve. So on my to-do list, instead of saying I will go to the grocery shopping, which is just a generic activity, you want to put the end results of what it is that you actually want to create, what you want to actually go and get instead of the activity. I love to coach, you know, to, to make you change the, your, mind, your mindset and saying instead of I'm going to go shopping, I'm going to go and pick up the ingredients that will, be, that will enable me to create an amazing dinner or having a delicious breakfast. So having that really in your mind is also really going to tr trigger your, your desire to go and do sh grocery shopping, right? It will feel tremendously different versus I have to go shopping and to the grocery store. So really think about that and how much you can, just with, with that little mindset shift, how can and you can improve the quality of your activities. So first of all, um, we're going to set, we're going to, so we said we want to look at the results, right? So we're going to look at the results that you have created and we're going to look at the things you have accomplished and, and also what you wanted to accomplish. Because the other really fascinating things when we think about results instead of activities is that then the world is, the, is your oyster. Because if you want that result, then the way to get there can be a variety of different paths. So if you want to create a delicious dinner, if that's your goal, well, you could go and drive to the store and pick up your ingredient, but you could also order it online. You could even have it already delivered, cooked. So, so look at it, how different options kind of show up when you can actually um, think more in terms of the result instead of just repeating an activity, just because that's always the way you've done it in the past. So the example of the grocery store is just a small example. And when you do those bigger, the same principle, you apply that to bigger examples, you will be amazed at how much change you can create instead of just continuously doing the same activities without questioning why or how or if they're the most efficient thing you could be doing. When you're going through and looking at the results from the year about to close, this 2020, you may say, well, I wanted to build something, I wanted to leave my job, I wanted to exercise more, I wanted to lose weight, but I didn't, so therefore I didn't get any results. And that is not the full truth. You did get results. Like one of the results may be that you're in the same job. Or one of the results may be that you are the same weight you were when you started. You're always producing results. It may not be the one that you wanted to produce. But what is the one that you produced? So also that mindset of you're always producing something. Your activities are always leading you somewhere. And if you're not intentional about your activities, you're going to end up with the results that you might not like very much, 
And here's where the change, the shift could really take. When you restart, really start taking responsibility and ownership for your results and not give, it, give your power away to somebody else or something else that happened outside of you, this is really where the magic happens. So I can't even tell you how important this is. Because a lot of people, when they tell me I didn't do anything this year, I'll reply, well, no, you did. We all did. We did a lot this year and we created a lot of results. And it's good for you to know that you are producing results because when you realize that you're aware that you're anyway going to produce results, you can then decide that you might as well produce the ones that you want instead of just going on autopilot. So for the sake of this exercise today, I recommend you that you pick one area of your life. And maybe the one that you feel represents the most growth or change that you've had this year. And if you don't feel like you have had a lot of growth, that's fine. Just pick any area of them. And the area of your life, I mean, you can choose whatever you want. Um, I like to work with the following eight categories that might inspire you, but you can go narrower or broader as you prefer. And the eight categories, and I'll, I'll also write them down in the show notes, so um, if you miss one of them, you can just go and look it up there, are you know, relationships and in general social life. So it could be friends, it could be uh, not your direct family, but more your, like your parents or your brothers and sisters, etc. The second area is your finances. So this is not your job, it's your finances, really all things around money. The third is your job. And I like to actually define that as your contribution to the world because you might, um, you might not have an active official, like the, the world calls a job, but you might still be contributing in a way to the world, the value that you're creating in the world. So think at this, the job and work in a more holistic way. It could be also um, voluntary work you're doing anything that is related around you and your efforts in contributing to this world. The fourth area is your love life. Um, so your relationship with a partner um, and with your strict, I include in the, yeah, I mean, let's just leave it to the, to the partner because it's already complex there. Kids have a different chapter. Um, your environment. And here it's really where you live, where you work, everything physically around you. It's not necessarily the people, but really also looking at the, your house and the house in, in the city or the town or the area where you live. The, the next area is your physical health. So, and here also I like to differentiate it from your uh, mental health, which is more part of your personal development. Um, so physical health is really, you know, if you had sickness, if you're healthy, if you're what your nutritionist likes so or physically really related. And then you have your personal development, which is more for me the mental health and the development that you're doing um, as and you grow uh, with your brain. And in general, your soul relationship with yourself. And then the last area are your hobbies and free time. And hobbies and free time could be um, Sometimes it overlaps with personal development because you love reading, that some of the readings is actually instrumental to your personal development. 
Um, so, you know, you can just define things that you like to do in your low time or in your really relaxing time, traveling, things that are not um, yeah, covered in the other areas. So I realized that when I mentioned the kids, um, they might not fall in any of these areas. So you can put them actually in relationship and social life. So the first, the first bucket, um, the first category in the relationships. So you pick one of these areas and, um, and we're going to be evaluating first at this one area that we, that we choose. And in my own case, I am picking personal development. And I think it's really interesting because if I look at the beginning of the year, you know, 1st of January 2020, I did not have the goal of changing my mindset. My goals were very much focused on development of a business idea, um, initially as a side hustle back then. And at the time that I set my goals back in December 2019, um, I was not capable yet of achieving those goals. And it's really fascinating because when you set your goals, of course you haven't achieved them yet, otherwise you wouldn't set them as goals, right? But a lot of people get, get a bit disappointed and disillusioned by the fact that you know, they look at a big mountain that they need to climb to actually achieve the goals that they're setting themselves up for. So they say, okay, here's my goal, but I'm not capable of achieving it. So I'm rather quit. And I love to say that by quitting then, you're failing ahead of time. Your fear of failing at the end of the year makes you fail already at the beginning of the year or at the end of the previous year. And this is really a crucial fundamental piece that we want to lean into and understand. The fact that you're currently incapable un of achieving it is an obvious situation. And it does not mean stop. It means actually go. Become the person who is capable of achieving it. And I spoke about obstacles and goals in uh, some episodes uh, still here. I think it was the December ones also. Because the obstacles are a way for us to really learn and grow and impress ourselves with what we are becoming. So the goal sometimes is just the excuse for us to make those obstacles come to the surface so we can address them and leverage our creativity to develop capabilities, new capabilities to become the person that manages to achieve those goals that you set for yourself. You see how powerful that is? So I have to borrow the beliefs from my future self to make it happen. Because I was, ha I was going to have to change my mindset. When you achieve new goals, when you become something else, you, you want to change your mindset. And this is really the power of looking back, looking where I am today and comparing my, who I am today versus the person that I was in December 9, 2019. I am blown away. What I've created, the results that I've created for myself, are well, they were unthinkable back in 2019. And, and I repeat that, what I just said. I borrowed the beliefs 
of me in 2020 to make my goals happen. I really visualized who is, who is this person going to be. Now, I couldn't predict everything that happened and I couldn't imagine the, the, the things that I learned. That's what happens on the way. That's what I discovered on the way as I was trying and erroring and, and getting it back up from my from things that didn't work the way that, that I thought would work and learning from them and trying new ways. All this failing with massively has produced the results of, that I can celebrate now today in December 2020. So we want to really start writing down all the things that you have achieved this year. And I, want, I would like you to think about the things that didn't exist, that now exist because of you and because of your year. Now, for some of you, this might be a small list and for others, it would be a huge list. It doesn't matter the length. We want to just really take the time to start writing down all the things. And when you, when you will look at that list, you know, it will blow your mind. And this is why. I created value that didn't already exist in, in the way that I created it in this world. I have built relationships that didn't yet exist. And they now exist because I did set some goals on my relationship arena. And I became the person that is capable of achieving it. And this is why I think you know, sometimes we get lost in the, in the weeds of looking for the big things. And instead, what I would recommend you is really start flipping through your diary and your calendars and look at the things, you know, if you write a diary, look at the things that you might have celebrated and the aha moments that you had. Look at the people you're relating to, you're working with, you're meeting now that you haven't you didn't have relationships 12 months ago. Look at the things in your house that you didn't have 12 months ago. Look at you know, the things about that you can do in terms of in your job, the projects you completed. Really start being very, very curious about all the things that you have done this year and let you know, let those things blow your own mind. So I, I had to become a different person than I already was because I had never done any of the things that I've done this year before. And I really believe that I created a lot of value in the world and I increased also my personal value as an asset to myself and to my family and the people that know me. Think about that, how much, you know, all the things that you have invested the time in are actually resulting in you being an increased value, an increased personal asset to yourself and to the people that are connected to you. So for some of you, you go, you're also going to increase your value to your family. You're going to increase the value to your friends, to your colleagues, to your boss, to your company. And what I mean by that 
in terms of the value is I'm not talking about your intrinsic value because you're always worth 100%. Yeah, we're not, we don't need to prove to anybody, none, not to ourselves, not to anybody, that we're worth everything, 100%. We're always 100% valuable. But there's, so there's nothing there to increase. What I'm talking about is the, that you create value in the world as a producer, as a creator, in your ability to produce. In your ability to produce, and the production is not just also results physical, like products, launches, machines, systems, but it's also in the relationships. It's also in the exchange. It's also in the language. Everything is evolving if you pay attention to it. Now, in my case, I know a hell of a lot more about digital marketing and selling, about podcasting, about building a website and managing it. I had no idea of all of this back exactly a year ago. And everything that I reproduced is because I did set goals for myself. So I have knowledge in my brain that I didn't have before. And I have experience in my brain that I can rely on that I didn't have before. And this is where I can appreciate and celebrate the impact in the world that I've created and how much it has grown compared to 12 months ago. So this one thought, I really want to emphasize its importance. There is value that only you can create. That combination of you and the world, that mix, that is just you. Only you can create it. And it will be different than mine, but it will be valuable for you to offer it even to just one other person. Even just to your boss, to your employee, to your family, to your pet. The success stories that, that I have coming out of my conversation with clients and colleagues and friends is beyond anything I've imagined. I've truly and deeply learned that the more I give, the more I get. And this is the form of personal satisfaction and gratitude. As you write your own list, I would like you to take your time and write down every single thing you have created, good or bad. Right now, you might feel as if you aren't growing as much as you want. You might think that last year wasn't as good you know, a good evolving year for you. And that's fine. But you can still do the process of uncovering what you did do and what you did create so you can learn from that. When you do this exercise first, it makes planning for the next year so much more clear because now you understand the importance. Because if, you know, if, you haven't re if you're not very happy with the results that you've obtained, obtained this year, well, now you have the chance to make a difference next year. For me, what really made a huge difference was that I constrained my focus to one big thing. The only focus I had a year was to create a new business reality for myself. That was not my number one focus in my business, to create a valuable business that could replace my corporate job. I did not have competing distractions. I felt energized by the work and my success, and I didn't ever get drained by it. 
this is so important. What drains your energy is distraction, numbing, self-pity, being confused, overwhelmed, stressed. And those emotions are all optionals. You can decide if you want to entertain those emotions or if you want to choose different thoughts, different way of looking at your life. And for me, it really also comes from planning ahead of time, resting time. I plan my resting time with the same discipline as I plan in working time. My morning routine takes a really important part of my day. And I know that I'm stretching a little bit too <laughs> quite late in the morning, even if I started the day quite early. But I know how important it is because I have these eight dimensions in my life and there is a few of them that are covered in the morning routine that for me are un unnegotiable, non-negotiable. I dedicate time to reading every morning, 20 minutes, 30 minutes reading because I know how important it is for me. I meditate every morning. I listen to audiobooks as I walk my dog. I go running every morning. These are things that set me up for success every day, that set up my day in a very different way if I had to you know, rush, rush with my kids out and take breakfast on the go. All these things that I used to do in the past but that I'm not choosing intentionally anymore. I know how important those are and I really stick to them. I focus. I don't get distracted. I don't find excuses. I stick to it. So after you have all the list of things that you have accomplished written down on your paper, the second thing that you're gonna do is to reflect and write down, take the time to write down any lesson that you have learned and that you would like to take with you in the next year about to start. What did you learn that you didn't know before that you want to take into the future with you. Take the time to understand. Take notes on your own life. Learn from your own life. Now, I know your brain is going to start trying to talk you out of it because, oh, what a pain. Do I really need to go through this exercise? Trust me, do it. Because this is the only chance you'll have to look back at some of those results that you have obtained, good and bad, and learn from them. You won't be able to look at them, you know, later on. Run, life is gonna run and you're gonna miss that opportunity. This is the time for you to really spend and crystallize what is it that I've learned? And is this learning something that I want to, to protect and nurture and bring with me intentionally into my world as we start a new year? And I'm not talking about the mistakes you want to beat yourself up <laughs> with. In fact, I want you to leave all of that in the past and let it go. I always say whatever decision you've taken that you are not very happy about today, I would like you to go back and decide again that that was the best decision you, you could take based on the information you had at that moment in time. So beating yourself up is not very useful. Just let it go and move on. 
there is things that you think will be useful to, you know, to bring with you as learnings without beating yourself up, please do, but otherwise negativity is not going to be very helpful. You won't need it where you're going. You only want to take the lessons from your past, not the things, the mistakes that you want to just let go. So one of the lessons that I would like to share with you that I learned from my year is that selling is an obligation that I have to my clients, to the potential clients who need my help, but are afraid to bet on themselves. And that is such an important learning for me because sometimes selling feels very uncomfortable. And I did a lot more selling this year than I've ever done in my entire life. And taking as many opportunities as I took to sell was challenging because you know, I had this itch that I shouldn't have to sell you know, my coaching, right? But I still did. One of the things that I was so committed to doing was really selling my clients to themselves the opportunity to take their personal development to the next level. And this mind shift, mind shift, mindset shift really was mind-blowing for me. Because when I thought it that way, I was really willing to do a lot more selling. And I'm oh, so happy I did. Because so many people have told me that they were really reluctant to work with me. They were reluctant to be coached. But me selling them on themselves really helped them take it to the next level. And so I started seeing that really as my responsibility, not just something that I do for myself and for my business, but something that I do for my clients. This is the value that I'm creating. I give them the opportunity to grow and develop. And that's been huge. That's been so important for me. And that takes away all the drama and all the discomfort that I might have when I'm there wanting to sell my services to my potential clients. This was really a huge growth and huge learning for me. I'm so proud of myself. I learned so much um, that I'm taking with me this really as a life lesson. So I'm not going to be sitting here and bore you with all the learnings that I have uh, accomplished and that I have under my belt this year. But I tell you, it's blowing my own mind. And I know the next year is going to be even more amazing. Particularly now that I have this kind of lessons under my belt. And I, I know that I went through a lot of discomfort to learn those lessons, but I know how valuable they are. And really it just blows my own mind so now it's your turn what did you create this year what lessons did you learn how have you changed over the past year if you could talk to yourself one year ago what would you say and how will you use this this conversation when planning next year i really encourage you to take the time to look at what you have created. Look at it. Give yourself lots of time to do this exercise. Think about it. Stay still into the moments. Visualize remembering some of the things that happened over this year 
and really dig out the learnings. Then ask yourself, how do you want next year to be different? How do you want to become? Who do you want to become at the end of 2021? If you want it to be different than this year, if you want this next year to be better, maybe just a little better, then maybe just 1% better, what will you do? What will you determine yourself to do and stick to? Where do you want to be a year from now? And how can you reverse planning, reverse engineer this year that is about to start to make sure that you will get there? If you plan now and you start visualizing how you will close 2021, so really put yourself in the shoes of the person of you plus one, then the beauty with that is that the work you will, you will do this year will seem so much lighter, so much easier. You will plan, you will put things in your calendar, you will try different routes, see what works, plan epic fails from, that you want to learn from, you will calendar it, you will break it down into bite-sized pieces, that, you know, bite-sized tasks so that you know that you will do it, right? As, I, as we spoke in this podcast before, you want to make it to the minimum viable um, activity that you know you're going to do it, that you know you can achieve it. And then follow your plans, honor your calendar and blow your own mind with the results you can create. Now, the bigger and more impossible, more difficult the goals you will set yourself for in the year to come, the more you will grow, the more you will create, the more you will face the obstacles, hit them, you know, go against them and really leverage your commitment and your courage to develop in your capability and you will learn a lot from that process and your life will become an amazing adventure because the growth you're going through will blow your mind and sorry if I say this word a lot of a lot but it really happened to me so I really want to encourage you to believe me in that so do this exercise don't try to you know, overlook it and just listen to it intellectually and don't apply it to your own case. Don't think it isn't important. Don't think that the, your year wasn't important and that you didn't learn anything or that you didn't do anything relevant for you to think about. I promise you, you did. And when you go through every single things that you actually achieved last year, you will see the impact you will see the effect of what your brain is currently thinking. This is really also what I would love, love to offer you here, is that the results you're producing are the result of your activity that comes from your thoughts. You wanna know what's going on in your brain? Look at your life. You wanna change your current life? Then really learn and be curious around how your brain is functioning and what thoughts you are deciding to entertain and so you can decide if you still want to entertain those thoughts if you want to keep having the same results. So I wish you an amazing end of the year and an amazing week ahead. And I look forward to talking to you next week. Bye for now.
Hey, do you want to succeed at work while living your best life? Great. Then come over to my website, chiaracovone.com, as in C-H-I-A-R-A-C-O-V-O-N-E, and grab a free copy of my morning routine resource. It will get you ready for your best self every day in 20 minutes only. Thank you for tuning in and I will be talking to you next week.